When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, what? welcome to Pretty Scary. What? Pretty Scary Boo! That was so good, Scary. you two. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Got high it. five. I mean, I, I'm more partial to a finger, but... Well... I'm sorry. I brought all five fingers to dance tonight. Whoa. Whoa. It just felt right to do all five of them right then. Also, because I felt like we hesitated for a, a second. Solid and it just... intro. Yeah. That made a full high five. It sounded like a movie high five, too. So yeah. it was. We fucking nailed that, Carrie. It was impressive on a lot of that levels. It's going to be one of our last high fives before you, you, you are go maternity out about this paternity leave. <laughs> I've man. got a calendar on my wall that is with a Sharpie every yeah. morning. We're still recording White Wine True Crime a bunch. Whatever. Carrie asked me if she was allowed to still be on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to which I, of course, I said no. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's nope. me in you winter. You were talking about my replacements in front of you. It's me. Of you. They were, no, my replacements. We were talking about her replacements. Well, I didn't gone. know you need to explain things to me. And no, very clear, uh, concise details. Yeah, because Carrie will always assume the worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the thing I've realized about my friend Carrie Martin. Yes. It, like, if you say, hey, she's like, what? The sky is falling. <laughs> she's like, I knew it. it's my fault, isn't it? And, what, and Caitlin will still be on some episodes. I'm going to yeah. go down there and we'll record one. She, she can Skype. Should we, It'll be fine. Should we carpool? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I don't have a license anymore. So <laughs> we're gonna you don't? Gonna, how it's a happen? long story. <laughs> Is, was it on another episode of we a different show? We actually talked about this the night when you left because you're like all pregnant and nerdy and went home. When we went out and got Goldschlager shots. Goldschlager shots. Was it because of the Goldschlager that you don't have a license anymore? I have a fine. I do a bit on the, about this on stage. Uh-huh. I got a DUI in Wisconsin once. And when I got how the, long ago? It was three or four years ago. Okay. And when I got the DUI, they were like, uh, "Well, you have to pay this fine, and until then, your license is suspended." And I was like, "My Wisconsin license?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Oh, okay. I don't give a fuck. I have a California license." Uh, but that matters when you go to renew your California license. Yeah, yeah. And if your license is suspended somewhere else, so now I got to pay this fucking fine before I have. Seems it. like a bullshit loophole. Yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb. What's the bullshit loophole? The thing that Adam was trying to get through? I'm on or team the Adam. One that, that, yeah. That the, Finger, okay. Finger me. All right. No, yeah. I was just curious. I mean, it's a loophole I exploited for several years until I had to go renew my license. Yeah. And Why then they do were you like, even need to renew licenses? I feel for like this I, reason. I have to renew what, my yeah. license because I have a car now. If I didn't have a car, I'd just be like, fuck it. So I'll you have Uber. a car and no license? I have a car and no license, so I have to get my license back. It's a, a very long story. No, you told it. Yeah, we, we nailed it. Okay. It was good. We're nailing so many things. We mm-hmm. are. We are. So I'm glad that, you know, 
uh, you're alive and that eventually your license will be back. Yeah. I'm, a gl- I'm glad you're alive, too, but I didn't know your life was in jeopardy. Uh, well, you never know. <laughs> I guess that's true. See, that's where my baseline weirdness kicks in. I'm always, a, I'm always glad people are alive. Actually, uh, that is a I'm statement a, that oh, you Oh, wait. Say. Do you mean because of the DUI? No. Oh, because I was in Edgerton, Wisconsin. It's not like I was going to hit cars or people. I wasn't actually even thinking about okay, your DUI. Plus, it's not really fair that. to get a DUI in Wisconsin. Like, they let, like... 14-year-olds drink. Like, I think if your yeah. parents say it's okay, they're like, cool. And, and I was like, going a mile. I just forgot to turn my lights on when I left. And that's why they were able to pull me over. I mean, Ugh. I still feel like that's subjective and circumstantial. You could see. Yeah. Yeah. And again, what that. was I going to do? Hit people? No, there aren't any there. It's no, a small it's town Wisconsin. in Wisconsin. Yeah. There's like eight people in the whole state. If that. Yeah. I would like to that's make generous. a documentary about this. <laughs> I don't see why we wouldn't. <laughs> Yeah. Well, once fastball at Chet's actually happens, we're going to have nothing to document. That's happening Monday. Yeah. This freaking Monday. No. Nope. Are you both coming? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We are, but this airs the following. No, this one. This is airs this for, week. This is for Kindred Spirits, which is a fabulous. Oh, shit, you're right. You're totally right. Great introduction. <laughs> it's okay. I'll handle this, everybody. Gary, every okay. time. So, who, okay, who are the co hosts again that were going to replace me? Okay. I mean, I'll go ahead and set yeah. it up for you now. I can yeah. still be your behind the scenes person. Fastball is replacing you. The whole yeah. band is replacing just you. They're actually replacing all of us, which is weird. Yeah, but the good news is, is Adam still owns the rights to everything, so we're still good. Yeah. I don't know who yeah. made that Fastball at Chet's video. It was so well done. It was so yeah. cute, and I thought it was adorable, and Fastball was like, ha ha, fucking Applebee's? No, they can't fly <laughs> us out there. I would rather swim there in the hurricane ocean and then the hurricane actually hits and they're like oh um we'll do it hey applebee's <laughs> we changed our mind yeah <laughs> then applebee's is like, i wouldn't call it a restaurant we knew you'd call <laughs> they always come back i don't see once the pr- we turn the hurricane machine on <laughs> people so come is a call Chet's brand just all of the cheesy things Kinda, yeah. But how he, gen- it's genuine though. It's genuine. He just doesn't get into anything until like ten years or more after most people get into it. I'm excited. It. We're gonna see Ben Folds together at on the twenty fourth. Wait, and what? The 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 singer mm-hmm. Ben Folds from no, Ben I'm Folds. Familiar. Home. Yeah, we're gonna go to see Ben Folds. You guys just playing this without me? You have all these. I life think changes I think he does actually have about. extra tickets if you want to go. Not now. Oh, my God. Wow. No, but you guys have fun. Wow. Tell me about it. Tell me if it's wow. fun. Wow. <laughs> Maybe the owl will buy an extra ticket from more yeah. like the un- episode you're going to listen to next week. More like unkindred spirits. <laughs> Am I right? Uh, all right. So tonight, yeah. Whatever. Tell him I said hi. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Thank you. So tonight we actually Is have... an unkindred spirit buzzer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what... <laughs> that does sound unkindred. Uh, tonight we are interviewing some really, really cool people that host a ghost show. I'm so ghost excited. Show. You, Adam, they host a ghost show. Do you see the progression we've made? It's the dream. We're, we're, we're working the secret is what we're doing. We're working the secret, and it works well for me. Everything I say about Trump happens. So Me too. Hey, uh, stay tuned for the Pretty Scary TV show next year. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. We're just going to – I'm telling you – uh, oh, thank you. What just happened here? I'm already making myself a Michael Gelman <laughs> from Live with Kelly. I'm already assuming the behind the scenes <laughs> you guys. persona. 
I don't know what just happened. You just handed Caitlin a phone like there's a national just, emergency gonna, happening. I'll, I'll be quiet again in a minute, but it's going to have all the information that you need to know for this episode. She's trying to pantomime to me, even though there are three of us in the room. Thank you, Carrie, for handing me all the information on this show. Next, I'll have cue cards ready next time. Don't you worry. Yeah, flashcards would be nice so we could train up first. And then ultimately you would have to bring less cards if me and Sorry, Caitlin can just memorize so it would work out. Sorry, Carrie just broke my brain. <laughs> I, I, was, I don't think I've ever seen Carrie that panicked in my life. And all she was trying to do was hand me her cell phone, which the, has the information that I need to be talking about. I like how worried like, the stop. dog is about you right now. <laughs> The dog is like the pregnant woman's crying. What's happening? Oh, my God. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Carrie was like, I have to say it otherwise, because she was basically mouthing to me, here is my phone. <laughs> Everything you need to know is on this phone. And she was like, clearly, violently. <laughs> I've downloaded the schematics to my phone here. Oh, man. Work Carrie, from this. Carrie's just one of the best people on the planet Earth. Anyway. She is. Thank All right. Guys, let's triple finger. Hey, let's okay, finger. Here we yeah, go. we did it. Oh, I did that without hesitation because <laughs> you deserved a break. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so tonight we are uh, interviewing the hosts of TLC's Kindred Spirits. The hosts are Amy Bruni and Adam Barry. And Amy, you might recognize from actually uh, Ghost Hunters. She worked on that show for a while. Adam's fairly new. And the premise of this show is they are paranormal investigators who get contacted by families that are being... uh, they're, they're being contacted by spirits. Right. And they want to kind of figure out what the mystery is, if, if maybe the spirit contacting them is a family member or a threatening spirit in the home. And this first episode is fascinating because the first person that contacted them is a person who is a tour guide at the Lizzie Borden house. Right. Now, I've seen a ton of investigative shows on the Borden home, and even Amy gets into the interview. She talks about she's investigated it before, too. But they're only there to find out if the tour guide's family is haunting that house, which is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was it's like, you're when not. When I was watching it, watching it, I was hoping like the Borden ghosts would show up and they'd just be like, it's not the ghosts we're looking for, though. <laughs> What about the other? Are the other ones here? Are you not even here? Well, I was so fascinated that it was a bed and breakfast. That's somewhere I want to stay. I I didn't know that. We can go stay at the Lizzie Borden bed and breakfast. Oh, I definitely will do that. I would do that. Oh, man. And she even talked about in some of these, you know, situations where they're called to enact with the uh, paranormal that people don't bring Ouija boards. We're going to Ouija board it up. We're going to Ouija it Just up. As long as the baby isn't in my stomach, I'm fine with it. No, that's it. fair. That's After fair. our failed experiment at touring the comedy store basement, which it turns <laughs> out is just a storage facility. <laughs> but the, what? And a podcast studio now. Woo! One of the boxes said But zeros? I did kill Rich Slayton there. Oh, okay. So. Wow, I liked Rich. Shout out to Rich. He's fantastic. It did feel... Him and Chef's Gage on Chef's One of the boxes, what? What were you saying, Carrie? I cut you uh, off. One said zeros, and the other said Polly Shore. Then there was like a Christmas tree and a mannequin. Yeah. 
It did feel vibey down there, though. But the yeah. whole place feels vibey. I, I think the comedy store is a spooky place. Well, it's so yeah. cute because I was telling John, um, Caitlin, it, 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 it's a traffic-y day. You were, oh, I was you're really late. A little late. I was it's really fine. late. It was like half yeah. an hour. It was half oh, an hour. Yeah. It's not I was a big late. deal. It's not a big late. deal. Anyway, so I had time. So I'm like, sweet. Let me go ahead and take a tour while I wait. <laughs> and John's like, oh, uh, okay. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah, this room they have boxes, and um, <laughs> he's being so nice. No, but he was being nice, like he wasn't making fun no, of it. Yeah. He was like, "Okay, like what exactly are you looking for?" I'm like, "So what all is down here?" <laughs> and it's just like props from like it's holidays, just... like decorations, and then a few boxes, yeah. like some, some posters of like Chevy Chase. And... Yeah, it's not a horror scene. Yeah. It is a hoarder scene. And then he yeah. would take me like yeah. behind a curtain. He's like, "Yeah, here's a." few more boxes i don't know it looks like there's some vhs tapes in this box pretty cool huh yeah <laughs> and i was no, like it's oh, not this haunted. Is it? we just have the whole nightmare on elm street trilogy down here <laughs> there's way more than three movies i don't know why i said trilogy i'm sorry america yeah. i mean like really 13. that that was yeah. it the mannequin probably was the scariest and i thought about asking if i could take a picture with it but then it's going to show up in all your pictures forever for the rest of your life. It felt a little anticlimactic. When you and then take a picture with something, I was like, it. "What if I post this?" And then it starts a rivalry between me and Adam Todd and Jay Moore, the three oh, of us, yeah. where we all post our joke captions. Well, I'll just let Jay Moore post mine for me, right? You can't, no. and then the my same. similar one yeah. that yeah. I also had, but at, at a different time than you. Uh, probably after you, but not knowing you, not knowing the brilliance. Right, right. We didn't know each other around. when we wrote the same joke. Joke. But Jay Moore just got my joke from someone else. Correct. Oh. Oh, it's fine. No, it's, it's fine. Fine. It's fine. Well, well, in any case, uh, the cool thing about this interview is you hear me completely nerd out um, because this was one of the coolest things I've ever gotten to do, which is talk to real ghost people. Yeah, that was awesome. Also. Uh, if anybody else is out, out there really enjoyed Paranormal State, which Carrie and I both really mm-hmm. like, in this first episode that's going to premiere tomorrow night, uh, Friday, on TLC, uh, Chip, uh, who was... Chip like, Coffee. Chip Coffee, who was like the older... Uh, psychic psychic yeah medium that that the kids from paranormal state would call in for you know ex like backup when the houses were actually he's really still yeah. sassy he still has he's an sassy earring guy and yep. he was wearing a skull scarf he looks like he should have been on scarf. hollywood squares oh for sure yeah, just absolutely. giving really flamboyant answers yeah he he definitely looks like an older version of someone who used to be famous in the 70s but i don't feel like he, i mean when was p- paranormal staying on like 10 years ago yeah, I feel like he actually looks better. He looks better now for right? sure. I think he's been doing better just in general. Like maybe he's not drinking anymore. I don't know, or he's just maybe he's on the keto diet or something. I I don't know. He looks good. He, maybe lo- he looks great. He's a ghost. Maybe maybe he's like Benjamin buttoning and going backwards. So mm. Amy and Adam very very interesting to talk to. Um, one of the things I thought that was interesting, I think that Adam said, was that there's very few demon entities that they encounter, which is quite different than the interview we had with tony spira oh yeah who was the son-in-law of warren and lorraine where they think everything is a demon everything's a demon to them but i think that if you're part of like the christian superhero like realm of thinking then anything that's paranormal is has has to be demonic and that's exactly what that guy was because remember near the end of that interview he really got into uh and these are people who the the lord and savior jesus christ hasn't and it's like yeah okay they're ghosts Right. Like, they're just ghosts. It might not be all like. Well, so that's but that's the thing is that it's moralized in a different way. I think right. If you're just a, if you're 
a paranormal investigator and you're kind of looking at it from a scientific perspective, like if you're a Ghostbusters person, um, you don't look at ghosts in that way. It's like a whole spectrum. Right. So they definitely, this show definitely falls in that kind of realm of exploring the different versions yeah. of of what these apparitions can be like. So. Tony is a fundamentalist ghost hunter. Well, I feel basically. like he fell into the family business. <laughs> where... More like he floated into the family like business. Like it's a car I bet. dealership or something. <laughs> I'm going to hunt da- ghosts like my daddy when I grow up. <laughs> like he now he has to wear the 10-gallon hat in the commercial. <laughs> Come my, down to the Warrens. My, it's only 6% APR. My daddy uh, used to hunt ghosts, and you all bought ghost hunting tours from him, and so now you should buy them from me. My name's Tony. Okay, bye. <laughs> Squawk. <laughs> Squawk. 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 <laughs> oh, we have fun. fun. We have a lot of fun. Yeah, it's good. So, uh, so that's what's we probably have. We should keep going. No, no, we're uh, at t- the first one. I said was what like six minutes, and we're at twenty two now. So we're at like at least fifteen minutes. Oh, okay. So as long as we hit like forty, forty five minutes, we'll okay. Be fine. So we'll just kind of keep treading water here. No, we can. We're done. Yeah, we can wrap up whenever you want. <laughs> but I just poured some coffee. What do I do? I mean, do you guys want to leave? I'll just shut off the lights and like wrap this, wrap the studio. <laughs> yeah, up could I'm you done. just straighten up and maybe wipe down the table? I'll I'll come in tomorrow I and I'll be vacuuming. Back to Carrie panicking and handing me your phone through these microphones here. All right, should we get to this interview? Yeah, let's get to the interview. Let's get to the interview. All right, everybody. So again, uh, we're going to interview the hosts of Kindred Spirits. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> If you're the leader, please press star now. I mean, I want to press star. No, but you're not the leader. I feel like, like I feel like, After the tone, <laughs> in all situations. Please record oh. your name and then oh. press pound. Caitlin and Carrie Martin from Pretty Scary. Pretty Scary Boo. 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 Oh, am I supposed to hit yeah, pound? Yeah, you have to hit pound. <laughs> all of that is. <laughs> you're now joining no. the it's an intro. Yeah, that pa- they're calling in through a computer. Oh, there they are. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. Is this Amy and Adam and perhaps Charlotte? Yes. Okay, perfect. Well, Adam here. Perfect. Uh, welcome to Pretty Scary, our podcast uh, based out of Los Angeles, California. I know I told Charlotte a little bit about... Um, us, but we are super excited to hear about you and your new season of Kindred Spirits. So um, I guess without further ado, we are going to go ahead and introduce you. So we have the host, Adam and Amy, correct? Yes. Correct. Perfect. And if uh, both of you kind of want to give us a little bit of background about the show and then how you both came to be, I guess, interested in the paranormal. Oh, wow. That's a long story. Well, hey, <laughs> let me... Do we have... Do we have... Let me... Do we have, have 30 hours? minutes, yeah. but we could bake this into four episodes. <laughs> yeah, we could make this a four-parter. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, uh, really quick, I want to introduce myself. I'm Caitlin. Um, I'm one-third of Pretty Scary, and I just want to say I really enjoyed the first episode that you guys sent our way. It was awesome. To kind of punctuate what Carrie was asking, I think maybe what we She could... means she's going to re-ask it because she's going to re-ask it better. So I am going to She's, the, she's better. a better interviewer. I'm a really... I'll ask questions like if you watch Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, yeah, just hang in there. Um, and I'm the DJ. Oh, there's our Adam. That's our boss, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So so Adam, not you, Adam. I got it. Got it. You in the intro of your show 
discussed that you had an experience on the field of Gettysburg. What does that mm-hmm. even mean? <laughs> um. Oh God. Okay. Well. Um. I. Where do I start? So I. I went. To, I took a trip to Gettysburg with some friends. Um. Uh-huh. I went on a late night ghost tour. Oh my God. I, you know. Amazing. A, I'm a. Of course, like you do at Gettysburg. I would yeah. absolutely I pay for that. Have, oh yeah, I would do that. Yeah, right. I, I I don't know if any of you have been to Gettysburg, but it's it's there. It's haunted. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. known to be haunted, and it's it's pretty haunted. And I went on a ghost tour, and we you know saw the normal building. We saw the Farnsworth Inn, and then we saw you know downtown area, and then we got to this uh, back part of I guess near the track and field where the high school is. And he was like, on this field, all these, you know, this this tragedy happened, the Battle of Gettysburg, and like, all these people died. And, and he was talking about the line of trees that were down the hill there. And he was like, you know, people tend to say that they see things in those trees, or they hear things. And um, we were ending, this is where the tour was ending. And so he was like, so we're going to go back up. And I said, I, can we walk down to the line of trees? And he basically said no. He was like, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it oh, if no. I were you. And I was Ooh. like, okay. And I said, well, can I do it? I'm just going to do it. And he was like, at your own risk. And I was like, <gasps> okay. And so I walked down. And there was it was a mixture of like, I'm interested in experiencing. I want to experience what's happening, but also like, you can't tell me what to do. I'm sure. on a tour. Like, yeah, you know, it's, it's so stupid. This is my ghost um, tour, asshole. <laughs> Right. It was so dumb. It was so dumb. Um, I was young, naive. And so I went down the hill and they left. I remember walking halfway and looking back and they were gone. And I got to the bottom of the hill and I stood there looking into this into this thick layer of trees by myself in the middle of the night. And I saw what appeared to be full bodied apparitions, but they were kind of moving through the trees I couldn't see legs or arms, but they were white, and they sort of gave a glow, a faint glow. They looked like mist figures, but they were in the shape of a person. They were rounded on top, and uh, they were like oval-shaped, and they moved in the trees, and the trees would block out what I was seeing. And I remember thinking, this is, I was like, mm, no, it's got to be something <laughs> else. It's got to be like light, maybe. And I was like, this is bizarre. Um, and then I could hear what I thought was faint yelling and cannon fire, like gunshots. And I was like, this is so stupid. I was like, this is so stupid. And so I turned around and left because I was like, I've got to get somebody to come and see this with me. So I went and got my friend, Josh, actually, and I brought him down the hill. Uh, and I said, you've got to come see this. And we got to those same line of trees and nothing happened. They were all gone? And I was like, this is ridiculous. Well, no, well, nothing happened. Nothing was happening. And I was like, this is this is ridiculous. It was just here. And I was trying to explain it to him. And he was like looking at me like I was crazy. I was like, no, 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 let's go. And so like any good horror movie, we walked into the tree. Why did you do we this? We went into Adam. the forest. Nope. Adam. Yeah. Thank you. No. You yeah. sound like you're on the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, yeah this is a horrible <laughs> plan, Adam. You seem like a nice guy, but I don't well, know about it's exactly. That's why when I watch horror movies, I'm terrified because it's exactly what you do. So ah. we walked into this line of trees and we came to a pathway and there were three different paths. It seemed like there was one in front of us, one to the left of us and one to the right of us. And we both said at the same time, let's go this way. But it was opposite directions, oh, which no. I thought was weird. 
And then we could, we started hearing like crunching and moving in the, moving like around us. Oh my God. Um, we could hear gunfire again. I could hear it distinctly. And then there was this little tiny orb that came out. And I say an orb, like people are like, oh, I took a picture and I have an orb. No, no, no. This thing was casting its own light. When it went by a tree, the side of the tree would light up. And it was, it was a little bigger than like a cat's eye marble, I would say. And it came out of the section of the woods and it came up to us. And then it went and flew off straight in front of us. How like old? we were supposed to follow it. And I apologize. And there how was old, a moment. Of, how old were you, Adam? There was a moment of like, how old was I? Yes. I was like 23. Okay. So okay. old enough to know better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so this thing, so this thing flies into the woods itself. And I remember looking at him and I can see his face right now when I'm thinking about it. And we both had a moment of like, we're going to go where that went. And then we were both like, no way. No way. And so yeah, we left no. the woods. We immediately left. And so I spent the rest of the night, because we were staying in a hotel down the street that was, like, next to a cemetery. And I don't ever remember what the night was. A wow, motel, you, guys were, you guys were you guys were asking for it. adjacent. <laughs> oh, my God. Say it again? You were asking for it. You really wanted one of these experiences. It's well, so scary. We were in... Well, we were in Gettysburg, and I and we were staying in a motel adjacent to a cemetery. And I kept... I was up the entire night trying to rationalize what I had seen because I I was like I know what I saw he saw it there's witnesses I don't understand it I don't know why it's here and so that literally made me go okay well I need to find out what this is because I'm not crazy and I'm not seeing things and so that that is what happened in Gettysburg so we're going to change based on your comment we're going to change the intro to that everything that I just said Amy so the show King of Spirits is just going to be that story been like five minutes of kindred is that okay <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i i'm fascinated by this i mean you guys host this ghost show it's it's not a ghost hunting show at all um and actually you know amy my question for you was going to be um you know there are ghost hunters right these guys that like kind of set up cameras in these like prisons and things like that and then there's what you guys do what do you want to kind of talk a little bit more about what the difference is between a show like yours and say something like like ghost hunters. Well, I think, I mean, honestly, that's where we started out. Like I was on ghost hunters for seven years and I was on a team and that was just kind of what we did. Um, And at some point as Adam and I were investigating, we kind of had this epiphany and, and I would say it was during uh, an investigation at Waverly Hills sanitarium in uh, Louisville, Kentucky, where we were connecting with something and it wanted to talk to us so badly. You know, we were connect- we were using this kind of series of knocks and communicating with what we thought were these nurses that used to work there. And we were there for hours talking to them. And as we were leaving, they were knocking on the walls, kind of down the hall as we were walking out. And even when I got back to my hotel room, I was trying to go to sleep and there was something knocking on my wall. And it was like they just wanted to talk so desperately. And it was the first time that I felt guilt leaving. You know, we just, I mean, it wasn't yeah. the first time, but it was the most guilty I felt. Like we just, we had started this line of communication with these things. And then we were just like, bye, peace out, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, um, and, and so that's how Adam and I, like, that was kind of that moment where we were like, why are like, this is great and it's fun and it's kind of like a thrill-seeking activity. But in, at the end of the day, we're dealing with what we think are people. Right. And, 
you know, some of them are so desperate to talk and then we're just like, oh, hey, we're just confirming you're here. See you later. And that's when kindred spirits happen. And that's the difference is we want a resolution. We really want to help both the families who are haunted, but then also these entities that we think are there for whatever reason. I was going to say your approach is, is interesting. Well, both of you, but Amy, I remember we were watching the the Lizzie Borden clip that was sent to us and you were just like, it's okay. You can touch me. And I, I don't feel like there's a lot of ghost shows where the hosts are looking to physically interact with no. Yeah. The entities or spirits, or I, I'm not sure exactly what you call them. I thought that was interesting. Does that not scare you? Like when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, don't what do if it, it touches don't do her? it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes, honestly, like sometimes I don't like it. I, I've, I've had things push me, I've had things scratch right. me and mm. slap me, and like because they're some of them are very aggressive. Right. But I, I just get a vibe like, okay, whatever's here isn't that kind of an entity and you know maybe they just need kind of a connection and so I don't often offer that because it does kind of freak me out (laughs) but yeah that's fair but it just it just depends on like you you do kind of have a vibe like you're in a you're in a room and you're like does this feel like a positive thing or does this feel negative if it feels kind of warm and nice then maybe then I might say okay if you want to like touch my hand or something to let me know you're here go ahead but I don't always say and, that. And this episode... There's, a, there's, an, there's an example on season one where we're investigating in a basement, and there were some really weird things happening. And she just got touched. She got touched. Remember that? What what, what happened, Amy? Do you remember? It's like you got touched, and I was like, oh, yeah, you, you can touch the, her. And I was like... Oh, it was the basement, the basement. episode, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm, something touched me, and Adam's like, you can touch her. I'm like, no, they can't. <laughs> you don't get to tell them that. <laughs> And then I was like, okay, no, wait, don't touch her. I was like, no, wait, don't touch her. But then, like, touch me. But then, like, do something else. Do you ever give yourself up, Adam? We didn't know what we were dealing with there. We had no idea. But you you offered your co-host. Does that sound familiar, Carrie? (laughs) Oh, God. I've offered... Yeah, I, it's I'm not, not even the going first into it. time. There was a Roswell episode. We were looking for aliens. I mean, I can't even tell you, but we were I was like offering, offering us. Well, I'm sure you guys have different <laughs> strengths and different, you know, you play different roles. And so, yeah, I guess she's the one who does. I don't know. She's the guinea pig, I guess. She's she's the one who gets killed first. Yeah. (laughs) Be careful out there, Amy. (laughs) Well, you know, I want to ask. So the episode that we got to watch was in, you you filmed in the Lizzie Borton house and you were connecting. Which, way, that premieres this Friday, correct? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, perfect. So this this episode is coming out this Thursday? Yes. Okay. So how much do you want us to say about it versus teasing your audience well uh, we could also just put it up the following week yeah however I, I don't know how much you guys want to discuss we just don't want to give away the whole episode oh yeah i mean obviously i mean don't give away everything no but, i mean i right. think people generally know that we're looking we're helping an employee basically because everybody thinks when you're in the board house you're looking for the, the board in right but yeah that's well, not what we're, we're doing not. really and that's what i wanted to comment on because i i found it really interesting and exciting that you know you you connect you were contacted by an employee of tour guide of the lizzie borden home and i can't tell you how many you know history channel shows i've watched ghost shows you know where they go to the lizzie borden house and oh i can sense the father and 
when we started, you know, when it said the Lizzie Borden house, when we got the screener, I thought like, okay, fine, you know, interesting. But I was so pleased to find out that that you were not at all interested in talking to the Borden family. Uh, not only that, but you were also you were also planning on hopefully like using them as like a pity piggyback communication method. Like, yeah. hey, Bordens. Um, yep. No, no, no. Yeah, good to know. No, no, no. We know you're here. Can you do us a favor? <laughs> like, I yeah. loved that. I and I I really wanted. I mean, why not? I right? really wanted to know those ghosts after that because that's such a storming the embassy kind of move. Yeah. To just show up and be like, hey, we know you're famous ghosts and you live here, but. We really need to haunt your tour guide right now, so we're going to have to work this out. We're going for it. Sorry, Borden family. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. The other thing I thought was interesting was near the end, and you referred to this earlier when you said you just get a feeling, and the lady you were talking to was scared, and you guys both immediately said or said at the same time, this ghost isn't negative. Yeah, in, in unison almost. Yeah. It was incredible. And Chip Coffee, who Caitlin and I were saying we used to watch him on Paranormal State. So I guess he's still active. I was right. really happy to see him working. Yeah. I gotta say. We love Chip. I guess that wasn't a question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. So Chip, Chip is one of our dearest friends. And so, you know, we're always happy to bring him in when we need to. But it was right. It's weird because. I live 10 minutes from the Lizzie Bowen house. Oh, wow. I have investigated there, you know, many, many times. And so, again, I'm very familiar with the Borden ghost. But then when Sue approached us with, you know, her concerns, I was like, oh, wait, this is a whole new facet to this. And I'm always interested to see what kind of the side effects are of investigating a place so heavily like the Lizzie Borden house. Because you have people literally coming from all over the world to investigate that building and they're all in there with that same intention. They're constantly just right. calling out to these spirits and entities and they're bringing all their tools and they're like anything, please talk to us. And they're provoking right. and they're holding seances. They're using Ouija boards. Like there's just so much energy there where they're calling out to things. Mm-hmm. And I have to wonder like what else just shows up there because they can tell, you know? Well, and so totally. I thought this was kind of a, an interesting moment to kind of explain that a little bit like what what is the like end game here with a place like the Lizzie Borden house so and so it, that was kind of cool to be able to go in and you know obviously the Borden, <laughs> but also you know um see if really Sue's family was there for some weird reason you is know? it is it like tuning a radio to a different channel like what's your experience as do you call yourself a medium what, what exactly how what do you what do you name yourself like what kind of? I don't understand what you would call yourself. I'm curious. Oh. Weirdo. Well, we're definitely. Yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> we're definitely we're not psychic. I mean, we we uh, you you have the intuition. I mean, right. you get you gain intuition by uh, doing things over and over, and you just kind of get a feeling. But we're definitely not psychic. I mean, the reason why we bring Chip in, well, a because we trust him and we trust his abilities, but we use him as a tool. So and he has nice scars. Uh, and that's not a negative thing. It's, you know, it's like, I mean, see, the thing is, is it's, you know, we, we brought him into that place and obviously he knows everything he, he needs to know about Lizzie Borden house. Right. So people right. are like, oh, we can't trust anything he's saying because he already knows all the history and the whatever. It's like, yeah, but we don't care about the Bordens. It's not about them. It's about Sue and it's about who we're looking for to help her. Yeah. So I think he was, he was a great asset to the case for us. And he shed light on things that 
we might not have known. And he also shed light on things that we already knew, factual information that he could not have known. So I think for us, that's, that is a, that's a positive. And I think we deal in experience. Um, we deal in scientific facts. Like we've been in enough cases to know that X and Y lead to Z, right? Sure. Um, so the, the, it seems like this is heading in this direction. Let's try this. Oh, yep, that's not what it is. We thought it was, so maybe it's this, and then we try something else. Oh, that's what that is. And we use research, and we use history, and we use genealogy, and we use uh, interviews. And I think even though I can't say that, you know, we were definitely not psychic. We have instinct and intuition, but we deal in facts and figures. And I think that is the, the best thing we can bring to those that we help on the show. Do you feel like um, in this season that you guys are about to premiere and embark on that there are going to be cases here that people might be disturbed by or any? I mean, did you encounter anything super dark while creating this show? I, I don't know. I, I would say that there are. I mean, I think people will be disturbed, I think, by some of the episodes. And I think it's just anytime you get in a situation where normal, everyday people. Right. suddenly are on TV saying, hey, these really terrifying things are happening to me. Help. Um, <laughs> everyone kind of has this moment of like, oh, that could be me, <laughs> you know, and that sure. that makes it really scary. And and not to mention you know, a lot of the people that we deal with have have dealt with horrifying losses and tragedies. And and sometimes the show just kind of makes you just all too aware of your your own mortality and then also just you know, what other people are going through behind closed doors that they're afraid to talk about. And so I think that is probably one of the scariest aspects of the show. And then, yes, there are definitely some some entities that we encounter over the season that kind of come off as being pretty dark. And we can't say, like, what of the course. end game is there. But, yeah, I, definitely. So I, I'm curious because I've never actually gotten to speak with someone who does this. And I have been watching for lack of a better term, ghost shows forever. I'll, I'll, if it's on, I'll watch it. I, I, I'm so fascinated by it. I guess my question is, how do you see all of this? Do you see this as residual energy with just human beings? Or do you think that there's like another side to this where, I mean, some people call it demonic uh, forces are at large. I mean, have you encountered stuff like that? Or do you see it all kind of on the human spectrum experience? Well, I mean, I think we view it as there, there's definitely different types of hauntings and so there's like the kind of the basic haunting is like a residual type energy that doesn't even know that you're there and is just kind of on a loop and and we think that's just energy left over and you know it could be something as simple as you know every day we see this woman in white walk down the hallway at four o'clock you know and she just does her thing and doesn't know we're there then there's an intelligent haunting which is something that actually interacts with you and talks with you and tries to communicate with you And then there are more like kind of aggressive hauntings, like poltergeists and yes, you know, negative hauntings, which are like what people theorize to be demonic. But all of this, it's hard for us to kind of quantify what that could be. And, you know, is it something that's going to be explained one day by, you know, quantum physics or something? Or is it something that has to do with religion? Is, you know, is it the afterlife? And that's, that's why, you know, for us, the more we do this, the less we know, like, like literally, basically all I know is that weird stuff happens. Like right, that's yeah. really like what I have figured out <laughs> after all these years of doing this, is that weird stuff happens and there's no explanation for it. And, um, and I, it's, I still, it's hard for me to tell anybody 
something and, and say that I know for a fact. I still always yeah. preface things with, this is a theory, you know, but this could be a ghost, you know, because I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I've got, I would add, I would add that like, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, watch these, that watch paranormal television and they immediately subscribe to the school of thought that everything is scary and everything's a demon, right? Like everything right. is, Oh, it's always a demon because these shows go in and scary, yeah. they, they talk to this person mm-hmm. and they're like fighting off these demons and they're, they're like warriors of the paranormal, you know, and they go in with their game of Thrones swords and they kill them. Um, and I think really it's the, the funniest thing that we always say is if you're a jerk in life, why can't you be a jerk when you're dead? <laughs> Not yeah. everything is a demon. Makes I mean, sense. the chances of a demon, the chances of a demon doing anything to anyone is not like so minute and slim. Like, I mean, we've been doing this for a really, really, really long time. And yes, we might have encountered something that's on the, on the edge of being something really intense and crazy. And yes, crazy things happen all the time, but we are the last people to ever scream demon because it is so rare. It is almost like a unicorn. So it's um uh we deal uh, like i said we deal in facts we deal in reality we deal in the lessening of i guess what because you know holly made ouija boards really frightening and you know amy has an entire collection in her house right and nothing ever happened so it's like it's like we deal in we deal in logistics we deal in the real stuff because we are dealing with real people and their traumatic experiences and uh, i i personally think I, I mean, I get a lot from that, and I think people get a lot of that from our show, you know? Do you think that these spirits are attracted to, like, certain kinds of people? I mean, is that what you two are? Are you the, the kinds of people that spirits feel like they can manifest in front of? Because there's uh, some people well, that go I through mean, life and they never have any kind of experience like this. Well, I kind of liken it to, like Adam was saying, you know, how rare it is to, to find something that's demonic or negative. For us, you know... Obviously, the odds of you getting struck by lightning in life are slim to none. But if you walk out on a golf course in the middle of a lightning storm and hold your golf club up in the air, you know, you're, you're <laughs> yeah, I guess, making, yeah. your, your chances are getting a little bit higher. Okay. And so that's kind of what Adam and I do. We go into, like, the most haunted places in the world, and yeah. we, we walk in like and we always say this, we walk in like we're going to a party and we don't know anybody. We don't walk in all Mm -hmm. too many We walk in with smiles on our faces and we introduce ourselves and and we're like, hi, you know, and and the homeowner, we have them introduce us. And we just, I mean, I think that first of all, the fact that we go into the most haunted places ever, uh, I think that's why we probably (laughs) have more experiences than most people, but also just that we don't approach it in this very like, negative kind of doom and gloom way we walk in very kind of upbeat and approachable just like you're dealing with people because right. we feel like we're dealing with people and we try to imagine what we would want to see basically and what would make us more comfortable because if we were in that situation ghosts are people too is that what i'm hearing exactly oh. okay yes. i mean I no I, that makes sense so you think <laughs> ghosts don't respond as well to like the the zach baggins approach where you just walk in and say, you threw an <laughs> ashtray at someone in the 1800s. Don't ashtray at me. Zach Baggins is and an the ghost is like, I don't have an ashtray. That was the 1800s. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Everybody keeps bringing that up, but I don't remember it. 
It's what? hard because, like, we know Zach. And, like, I know Zach, and he's very nice. I do love that show, though. Uh, but we definitely have we have very different investigative styles. And you could say that. Field, you could know? say that. Okay. It's, like, different kinds so of fun. Well, some people like to yeah. go to clubs, and some people like to go to bars. There's a difference. I get it. I get it. So this is what you, you <laughs> exactly. two do full-time for a living, is you get requests to come and check out, I guess, paranormal entities? I'm sorry, you cut off. Uh, so this is what you guys do full full time for a living. You, like you guys get requests to go to different places and check out paranormal activity. Oh, kind of, Adam. Yes, <laughs> I mean, I yes, we do this. I mean, we get requests on the daily, and we do this probably most of the year. But we also have other um, fun things that we like to do because imagine being in that kind of morbid state for yeah. for yeah. all all the time. I think. I think it's a little it's a, it could be a little tragic. So I um I actually am the executive director of a nonprofit theater company. Oh my so gosh. I spend my summers I spend my summers in Cape Cod running a uh, theater educational oh. program for college and grad school age kids who just oh, that's awesome. Chicago. Wow. And um and we you know, I live in Provincetown, Mass, so it's a vacation town. So we I spend the summer you know, exploring the beach and the dunes and, and making amazing theater and uh, hanging out with Amy outside of the show. Cause it was with anyone now where we actually like each other and we, we do that. That's <laughs> we, awesome. We're not just on television. Yes. We're actually in my guest room right now. None of us three right talk to each other at all. <laughs> Adam won't let us make eye contact yeah, I'm with in them. The guest room. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Bruni, what do you do? You do something really fun. Yeah, no, I uh, I own a company that we plan paranormal retreats for people who what? want to go. Wait a and minute. So when we're not filming the show, wait a minute. I plan these like paranormal vacations. Amy, I'm gonna people. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to ask you about that. What what? Yeah, I want to go on a paranormal. I want to go. What? I mean, we have to wrap this up, but tell us really quick about what a paranormal retreat is. Uh, well, I own a company called Strange Escapes, uh-huh. and so basically we go to the most Stranger haunted. Things. Awesome. Yeah, we go to the most haunted oh. places in the country and in the world we go on cruises we go to places like the queen mary and the oh, Hotel, yes. and we're Please. there for days let us know when you're we in la oh my god by the yes. way yes yep. we're going to be there next year Ah, oh, yes. Let's yeah. please keep in touch. Uh, Caitlin lives in Long Beach. She lives uh, not far from the Queen Mary. And then Adam and I are up in Los Angeles. And Adam doesn't live too far from the Cecil Hotel, which we've been wanting to check out. Nice. See, perfect. Yeah. That would be so fun. we're all best friends. Yep, we yep. are best friends. <laughs> exactly, just like that. <laughs> so, okay, so the the show is Kindred Spirits. It's um, hosted, obviously, by the wonderful Amy and the wonderful Adam. Mm-hmm. You guys actually have really great chemistry too. You can see that you both get along. I can see that. I can see why the show runs so smoothly and how much fun right. it must be to make it together. That sounds like a blast. Um, it premieres this Friday. And it's going to be, what network is it? TLC? Yes, that's right. On TLC. I couldn't remember if it was TLC yeah. or HLN. I was like nervous. For yeah. that. Okay. So it premieres on TLC. Mm-hmm. And um, it, where can they find you on yes, social media? Perfect. Uh, well, for me, it's uh, on Twitter and, and Facebook and Instagram. It's all at Amy Bruni. A-M-Y-B-R-U-N-I. Noted. I will be and following me, you. It's, yeah. It's, hers is so much easier than mine. <laughs> on Instagram, mine is Adam Barry. And then Twitter, it's Adam J, the initial J, Barry. And then on Facebook, it's Adam Barry. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's if we please tweet us because we tweet about the show. We watch the show so along sweet. with everyone else and the fans. And we ask answer questions and, 
and we get right to the meat of things. We love it. Yeah, and if you guys watching. would ever, not only if you guys are in town, but if you guys ever want to come on again and, you know, talk about a Please case or your yeah. show or any other projects that you're involved with, we would love to have you back. You guys are amazing guests. Awesome. Well, thank, you. thank you for having us. Um, Adam, uh, our boss, would yeah, you like yeah, to? Yeah, boss, what do you think? No, yeah. Are we, I done, mean, are we done now? <laughs> are we relieved? I think so, duty? yeah. I think <laughs> we can wrap it up. Hey, thank you both so much. You were really great. You were we awesome. We appreciate it. Have fun. Is, uh, is this going to air tomorrow? Oh, wait, is this going to air Thursday or next week? Did you guys decide? I think we could probably do it tomorrow since, I mean, or we really didn't go, we didn't deep dive into Thursday. this episode. Wait, Thursday. I'm sorry, this Thursday. So in two days. Yeah. We'll we'll tweet it out and, okay, and make sure we'll to tag just, you guys. We'll retweet it and everything. Okay, Yay! perfect. And then we'll send. Yeah, we'll retweet uh, it and post it. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll send you guys um, a clip of, uh, of the podcast. Yay. Thank right. you guys yes. so much. Thank you. Thank All right, you thanks, guys. guys. Thank you. Okay, have a great night. So Bye. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye, Charlotte. Bye. Bye, guys. Guys, we forgot to say goodbye to Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. Well, I didn't know if she was supposed to be on there. I was going to, but then I was like, I don't know.